0: To the Yoga Coach. This is your host, Ange Stapran, and this is episode five. Hey guys, it's Ange. I um, have been on a little sick hiatus. I'm still getting over this cold. It's been five weeks, crazy, right? And I've done everything naturally, I've done everything medically, I've gone through a complete prescription. And it's still with me. So now I'm working with it energetically because obviously something's trying to move through me and transform. So bear with me. I have my tea with me and I mixed it with this um, for somatic changa, which is a mushroom elixir, which if you guys have not tried for somatic, maybe I can get them on this podcast, but they are freaking amazing. If you're a, this is not an ad by the way, if you're a coffee drinker, um, they do a coffee mix and excuse my dog if you hear him breathing because he's my co-pilot today. Um, but they do a coffee mix, two different coffees with changa and lion's mane mushrooms. And, um, I can't go into detail exactly what each mushroom does for you, but, If I can get them on this podcast, that'd be amazing. But you can go to their website, forSomatic.com. somaticcom And then they also have elixirs for you non-coffee drinkers. Or if you're a tea drinker, smoothie maker, you can mix these elixirs into them. And they're amazing. So I'm hoping that this little tea elixir um, mug that I just created will keep me somewhat focused and not coughing through this entire podcast. And don't worry, guys, I haven't disappeared. I still have interviews coming up. It's just that I had to reschedule them. I literally did not have a voice for two weeks, which if you guys know what I do, I do coaching and teaching and I currently have an online course running. So that was fun trying to talk to them with uh, hardly a voice or a very, very scratchy um, bluesy voice. All right. So this podcast, I'm going to talk to you guys about fear and navigating fear, how you navigate fear yourself and how you maybe avoid fear or procrastinate fear, how fear disguises itself for you. This is something that I talk a lot about when I do coaching one-on-one, group setting, or within these online courses that I've been running lately. And I think it's a topic that needs to be talked about, but it's also a topic that I think goes very well if you have someone that you trust that's in your inner trusted circle to talk with about. And... Um, I feel that we navigate it differently at all times in our lives. I can definitely point out areas in my past where I've navigated it differently than I do now. Um, But yeah, so let's just jump into it. (laughs) Um, I'm not talking really about financially irresponsible or dangerous fear of snakes type of thing, which I have, by the way, I have a huge fear of snakes not talking about that. I'm actually talking about the fears of listening and honoring to our soul's desires. And I love talking about soul's desires because I feel like they're deeper in us beyond our birth. It's almost as if we've been with them our entire lives, as many as we've lived. And um, we were born with them. We were born with these soul desires. And it can be Anything from your true purpose of what you feel you're on this earth to do, it could be your soul's desires of like, ah, I'm going for a road trip this weekend. My soul needs it. But really just listening in and understanding what that is for you and how to listen in, how to get quiet. And if you listen to episode two about rituals, that will give you a little bit of a sense of how to begin to listen in if you are new on this yogic path. Meditation and yoga, I say, is a place to start. I would say go to a yoga class. That's a place to start. Meditation will come when it's ready. And um, I will do a podcast on different types of meditations that I feel are helpful for those who are on this path, that are new to this path. And if you've been on it for a, a long time, maybe you have those those opportunities where you are able to listen into your soul's desires. And however you do that, whatever that may be for you, how can you remember to connect to those more frequently as we shift our frequency into our body and our mind and understanding those times where we come into conflict with our ego? And I do believe that our ego is a good thing. I know ego kind of has has a bad rep, but our ego is also what gets us off the couch and and going off into the world to do what we are here to do. Um, But I really do feel that when we come in those times of conflict, we're really just given the opportunity to dive deeper into self-realization. And that's what yoga is anyways. It's self-realization. It's realizing why we do the things that we do, why we say the things that we do, who we want to be, what is our purpose on this planet. So when we talk about fear, when I talk about fear, I usually am focusing around that. What is that that comes up and pops up in your life that takes you off your path of your soul's desires, that jumps you off onto another path of fear and you miss out. You miss out on those opportunities to feed the soul. And when you feed the soul, oh my goodness, it feels blissful right? And that's where bliss comes from. It comes from this opportunity where we have connected so deeply into our soul and felt this shift in our frequency where we feel buzzy, we feel light, we feel numb sometimes of this bliss that has overcome us. Fear, I believe, is an indicator of not quite being sure of how we want to go. And what I mean by that is, are we being pushed away? Are we pushing fear away or are we being pushed away from it? And by pushing it away, I mean disguising it. Are we avoiding something? Are we procrastinating? Are we feeling overwhelmed? Are we confused? Are you making excuses for something, when that pops up, that is fear. So that is how fear disguises itself, avoidance, procrastination, overwhelmed, confusion, and excuses. So even though those may not sound like the definition of fear, those are, I believe, more of the fear on um, an energetic level, I guess you could say, but it's more of a disguise. It's a disguise. It really is. We think of fear often as like fear of heights, fear of snakes, fear of public speaking, fear of dancing in public. And to be honest, yes, those are fear. But these are fears more in the inner heart. Does that make sense? This is the way I look at it when I'm coaching. And it comes up often well, I am afraid to teach yoga publicly because. I am not educated enough. My 200-hour didn't dive deep enough into A, B, and C for me to feel confident enough. Okay, so is that an excuse? Are you avoiding something? Are you procrastinating going and finding a teaching job because of that fear? What is that for you? And usually when I'm coaching one-on-one, we have more time to dive deeper into that conversation. So often when I'm working with fears, we start with understanding a little bit deeper of where that comes from. And yes, often that pops up something from the past, right? We all have a past. We've all gone through many, 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 probably different phases in our life that have brought up these disguises that we don't want to conquer anything that is around failure. We don't want to conquer what others may think of us. We don't want to go into that spectrum, but as I've said so many times before, it's always there. Pain is there. Pain is a part of this process. Pain is actually a bigger part of the learning process than I believe joy is, and you may want to argue me argue with me on that. And that's okay. It's my opinion. And I personally think that when you go through painful moments, when we go through the darkness, it brings more self-realization, more understanding, more of what we feel in our heart. And maybe that's because it dives us deeper into that emotion. Um, Again, with fear... When we talk about fear of listening and honoring our soul's desires, fear is the GPS of where our soul wants to go. And you may want to believe that, you may not want to believe that at first. When I when I started studying that and I heard it from a teacher of mine, I thought, "Really? Fear is the GPS of where my soul really wants to go?" Okay. I'll uh, I'll check into that, and I studied it for quite some time. I think it's probably been over the fat, past five years of studying yoga, mm. and <clears throat> I let's see. I'm trying to think of um, what that what that means to me right now in my current life, and what that has meant to me in the past. Um, it, fear had come up so many times in. My early 30s, and I'm 39 now, I'll turn 40 next year. And it's funny how fear has disguised itself through my 30s. I was in corporate America, as you guys know, if you've been listening, and I more had a fear of not reaching my full potential in corporate America. I was a senior producer. I was producing large campaigns and really enjoying the ride of working with MTV, NFL, Disney, Verizon Wireless, like all these big boxed people. Yeah, it was freaking awesome. But it wore me down. And one of the biggest fears that came up, and I had <laughs> I had probably avoided it for five years was going to yoga teacher training. I had this huge fear. Oh my gosh, I have to quit my job. Would I even teach yoga? If I start teaching yoga, will that take away from my practice? Will it take away from me learning from my teacher? What is that? Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, why would I go through yoga teacher training? I'm too busy. I don't have time to spend A Friday, Saturday, Sunday in a yoga studio when I need that as my freedom, my freedom from corporate America to go hike, to camp. And I made this excuse for five years. I knew in 2000, gosh, would that be 2007? I wrote down in a journal that I wanted to go through yoga teach training. I was manifesting it, and I read every yoga book. I studied it as much as I could. I, look, I even looked into doing privates with somebody, I can't even remember his name, but somebody in Atlanta for yoga teacher training. I didn't even want to go into the group setting, which now when I look back, hmm, I was making so many av- avoidances and excuses, probably because I didn't want to dive into the self-work that comes through teacher training right? And I will have to tell you when I went through my 200 hour, holy mackerel, um, my entire self awakened so much stuff that I processed through. So I, again, think that fear is that indicator. It's the GPS of where our soul wants to go and check in with that. When that comes up for you, check in with your soul's desires, sit down in quietness for 30 seconds, 30 minutes, whatever that may be. Get your journal out, start writing about, okay, I have this thing that I really, really want to do, but oh my gosh, my belly hurts when I think about it. And I'm just going to avoid it. I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to put it to the side. I'm too overwhelmed to think about it. It's too much, which fear does. Like any of those soul desires do bring up Whether you want to call it anxiety or you want to call it intense energy, and if you can tune into that intense energy in a a workable way, then heck yeah, use that. I always say when working with a student on anxiety and, and those issues, first, let's get back into our body and understand what that anxiety is and then boom, let's use that energy to process through whatever the soul's desire is like calling out for. I once had a teacher who said, pick up the fricking phone, like your soul's calling. Why are you avoiding it? Why are you letting it go to the answering machine? Pick up the phone and answer the call. And that forever will stay with me because I now understand that when you use the energy of the fear or anxiety, whatever that may be for you, whether it's the gut-wrenching feelings that you get, or if it's the anxious, like, I can't figure out what to do with myself, figure out how you can use that in a productive way. And yes, there are a lot more tools that go with that. And if you do have a lot of anxiety, which um, I often do, and I work with people that do, it's a hard, hard energy to work with. And there's a lot of essential oils and a lot of grounding and rituals that you can do to help you get back into your body. But that energy for me with anxiety, it stays with me. And there's moments where I look at my computer screen and I know exactly what I'm supposed to be working on but I can't because I have so many ideas running through, so many intuitions coming through my head that I cannot focus on one particular thing. And you could call it ADHD. You could call it whatever. You could call it anxiety. I don't know. There's so many freaking names out there for it, but it's an energy. It is. So I've had to process it in a way that I'm going to recognize that my anxiety is an energy. And often it comes through as fear that I am afraid to go forth with this idea. And so then I personally open as many tabs as I can and think of other things that I can be doing. When if I could just go somewhere, get off my computer, put my feet in the earth, take a couple breaths, ground, and then come back. And give myself a 20 minute window to work on that project and use that energy that I just grounded with, but use the anxiety energy that I've rooted to process that, it works for me, it works, but maybe it will work for you too. I'm still diving and delving into this, this process of using fear and using anxiety as an energetic tool to process through Whatever you're going through, whether whether that's the beginning of a project, the beginning of an idea of something that you feel your soul's desire is calling out for, or maybe you're in the midst of a project, in the middle of it, and you're all of a sudden crashing, which I had an experience of that when I was creating my online program and I was writing content for eight months. Writing content for eight months, I pretty much should probably just put it into a book form. Um, and I got halfway through and I was just like, Ugh, stop, breaks. Anxiety took over and I lost my full train of inspiration. And I had to take a break. I had to take about three weeks off of writing content and really kind of get back into why I'm doing this. What are my values? What is my purpose for doing this online course? So, Let's get back into fear. Um, so how does it disguise itself for you? I would love to know if you'd like to share it. I um, think it's so important to share these things. So whether it's with your trusted inner circle, but write these down, write down. an anxiety could be one of these. It's not one that I have on this worksheet, but it could definitely be a feeling that comes up, but write these down, avoidance, procrastination, overwhelmed, confusion, and excuses. And how, when something comes up for you, let's say an idea comes through and then you think, oh my gosh, how could I even possibly do that? You're feeling overwhelmed, let's say, or confused and you're wanting to do this idea. It's obviously coming through the soul. And it's not, I'm, I'm not talking about just like those little piddly ideas of like, I'm talking big idea of, hey, this is a project that is true to my heart. Or maybe you are on the path of going through teacher training, you've graduated, but you have yet to teach. And the idea of teaching just makes you feel like throwing up, honestly. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that I hear, even just like starting a website, buying a domain, starting a company, any of those things. So if you're going through any of that processes and maybe you've had an idea for like five years and you're still sitting on it, and it's an idea that likes to pop in and out during your times of yoga or meditation or driving, right? And... I will have to tell you from my own personal experience, a lot of freaking ideas come through my head, but, um, I had to really understand and check in with myself when coming up with, uh, okay, is this a good idea? Is this an idea that I actually want to do? Is it in line with my values and who I am and what my purpose is on this earth? Does it align with my natural gifts? If it is okay, sweet. I'm going to go forth with it and try it. And a lot of those times, if I avoid it and procrastinate, somebody else will start that idea. And I know it could just be somebody else's idea as well, but I do feel like the universe does give us a little window with this idea that aligns with our soul of, hey, you have this opportunity to go forth and go with this idea. Will you do it? And I think I've said it before. I can't remember which episode it was. It's probably episode two. Um... I've said before that all you're doing is trying something. Don't be afraid of failing yet, right? You're just starting. Like I'm just starting being a podcaster. I have no experience using a microphone and recording stuff. This is all brand new to me. So I'm just starting. Same with I'm drawing right now. I'm trying to actually draw my astrological chart, and I am really wanting to draw it all out. So I went and bought like a protractor and a compass again. And now I'm like kicking myself for not paying attention to geometry class, but I'm starting something new and that's okay. There is this beautiful thing that happens. It's like a, a seed that you're planting in the earth. When you start something new, it may grow. It may not. You may start to do this thing that you're, you're longing for right now. And you may think, yeah, no, it doesn't really bring me any joy. And then you let it go. It's that easy. I think, I don't know why this fear of failure is such a big thing in our culture. It sucks. It's like we're supposed to go back to our high school reunion and have all these amazing things that we do. But wouldn't it be cooler if we all talked about the amazing things that we've tried and that we were actually honest with one another. I told my um, I was getting a pedicure the other day, and this, this this company that is here in Fort Collins are called Velvet Files. They're an all natural skincare and nail um, boutique. And if you ever are in Fort Collins, go get a pedicure there. It's a, it's a great experience. And I was telling my girl, who I just absolutely adore. Her name's Jennifer that I was telling her about something that I had failed on, and we laughed at it, and it felt really good for me to express that, and she told me that it felt good for her to hear that, that it doesn't always have to be, I've succeeded at this and that and this and that, which often as humans, we do talk about that, but what if we talked about our fears? Hey, I really want to try this, but I am so freaking afraid. My stomach crunches every time. Clinches every time that I think of this. What if we talked about it in forms like that with our people, right? Maybe you will inspire them to actually check into their fears and, hey, yeah, like I feel the same way about this. I don't know. It's just an idea. Right? Maybe we express the times that we've failed so that when we do again, it's really not that big of a deal. Or maybe we talk about our fears to the people that we trust and who are authentic people in our lives so that we begin to talk about them. I always have this, this uh, deal, like this pinky swear with myself, that if an idea comes through, and it comes through multiple times, it's not just like a one deal thing, that I have to express it verbally. And I often am working through my throat chakra, speaking my truth and speaking in general. um, I've been working through that probably since I was a kid. And that's one reason I dedicated myself to do a podcast because I had an opportunity to speak through my throat chakra and be able to hopefully heal that at some point. But what if that's what you do? What if when an idea comes up, if it comes up multiple times, you speak it to somebody? It's scary. My, <laughs> I, I'll have to say I have a trusted inner circle of women and then I have my, hus- my hubby who has always been there, there for me and he's probably heard over, I don't know, thousands of ideas. And then he sees me run with him and then he sees me stop. And then I think, "Uh, yeah, nope. Path is done. Okay. I see. And sometimes I feel like these little triggers that we get, you guys, are practice. Uh, What if they're just practice? What if your idea that you try right now that you decide that you're not going to disguise it anymore is just practice? That's all it is, is practice. Um, my husband's opening the garage door right now, so I can hear that right now. <laughs> Anyways, this is what recording a podcast in your house is like. I, um, I will have to tell you the truth. <clears throat> I had a fear of what people will think of this podcast because I'm not in a studio. I don't have a producer. It's just little me with my iMac and a microphone. Here, I'll snap a picture right now and post it on Instagram so you guys can see that. It, I'm honestly right now, let's just do, you guys got to follow um, Yoga Coach Podcast. We're doing this live. What's up? We're gonna do a little story right here and you're gonna see where I'm recording this podcast. And that means I have to upload this today up for you guys to see. But I'll take a couple pictures. All right, let's do this. I am in. See, I'm telling these guys, if you, when you listen to this podcast, where I have to podcast right now, I am in my closet. There's This is my studio, you guys. So you will hear garage doors. Hmm. I'm posting it right now. Um, it's so funny. You will hear garage doors, you'll hear my dog, and you'll hear my kid. And if that bugs you, I'm sorry. But when you're a beginner at something, I'm not going to go into a studio and pay studio time and a producer. Hey, if I get some sponsors, hint, hint, and eventually I'm on like episode 50 or 100 – Yeah, I'll take it into a studio. I would definitely love to have a producer do all the back end work of getting a podcast uploaded Um, and not have the maybe of the fear of recording and having sounds of my child saying, mom, I have to poop or my dog barking at the neighbor or my husband opening up the garage door. And I'm expressing that to you guys right now. And it feels actually really good because now, you know, where I record. And now you know that I'm in either my closet or my basement, but today the basement had some crazy noises, so I moved it up to my closet, which I'm totally fine with. I think it's good to start something new and to have an idea and to just go with it. It's practice. So, And it's raining now, and you can hear it because I'm on my second floor, and it's the roof. Please send some rain up to the fires in Breckenridge. Ugh, it's so bad right now. Okay, should we get back into this? I think I have one more thing. Hey hey Finny. Uh, my dog's in here now. Do you have anything you want to say? No. Okay. Let's get let's get back to professionalism. <laughs> Which I'm really trying to like bring my light side into this too. Often I feel like I can come into this like really like business presentation y. And um I want you guys to see that I have a really funny side too. And I think that will come out the more practice I do with podcasting. All right. So I have a ritual for you guys. Damn, it's raining really hard. (laughs) All right. I have a ritual for you guys. And then I'm going to jump off this podcast and record another one while my family is out and about. All right. So this week, right now, Whatever that may be, I want you to create a ritual. I want you to create a ritual of something that you feel so good after you do it. Maybe that's getting out in the water for a swim or a paddleboard. Maybe it's sitting next to the ocean and listening to the waves. Maybe it's lighting a candle and singing or chanting. Maybe you just sit quietly. Maybe you journal. Whatever that ritual is. That makes you feel so full and complete and whole, whatever that may be. I want you to do that anytime this idea that you have comes up. So you have this soul desire. And I and I will honestly put this out there that I believe that any of you that are listening have at least one soul desire that comes up frequently that you have either procrastinated or made an excuse to not do, or you're avoiding it in some way or form. And it may be really new. It may be really old, but I know that you have one. So create that ritual. And when this fear or this idea, let's say, comes up and then fear enters in the door of like, oh, oh yeah, let's just avoid it. Let's push it over here. Let's procrastinate. Let's avoid. I don't want to deal with it right now. That seems really scary. I want you to sit down and do this ritual that fills you up. So sit down, do the ritual. Then I want you to think about that idea that has come up and think of it in a practice form. Take one tiny step for mankind. When I just said that, I thought about because yesterday we went to this museum and we studied where the Apollo, different Apollos have um, landed on the moon. Can you imagine stepping onto the moon, being the first person ever to explore that? That was one practice, a huge freaking practice. I mean, I can't imagine going on that journey, but just think of that as like, they took one step to discover the moon. They did not know if they would sink through it or what would happen when they stepped on it, but they did it. They took that chance. They took that courageous chance to try to step. And obviously that's a big chance. That's a big step. But, um, what if you just took, I'm laughing at myself because that that idea came through of like, holy crap, can you imagine the feeling going through your body when you step on the moon? Anyway, so take one step in the direction of that idea that fear likes to enter into. One tiny step. That could be writing down in your journal what your idea is. That could be telling somebody. It could be as little as a acknowledging the idea and thinking about, okay, I see you there. What is a step that I could take to acknowledge you more and understand why that idea is coming through? So to think of it more in the form of fear is actually your friend, I think it makes it feel for me a little bit more simple. What about you? Go on to Yoga Coach Podcast on Facebook. You guys are quiet on there. I want to I wanna create more of this community. And I understand we're all new to this. And I understand also that fear is really scary to talk about. But if you want to talk to me more about it, I do do coaching one-on-ones. I use um, different online video or calling each other, <laughs> which we don't do that much anymore. Um, so if you are far away in the distance, I am more than happy to jump on a call. But this is not an advertisement for my coaching. I just want you to know that I'm there for you if you're interested. Um, but go talk to a friend. Go talk to your trusted inner circle of, of people. Go talk to um, a parent if that's somebody that, uh, if it's a parent that doesn't discourage you away from those things. Go talk to somebody that will actually encourage you to go towards that idea and talk to them about baby steps. I have um, my trusted inner circle, and then I also have my accountability partner who her and I meet once a month to talk about what we're accountable for. And we keep each other in tune of that stuff, which is so nice to have. We're not pressuring each other at all. We're just talking about it. So I want you to take that fear, and I want you to think of it as more of just practice. It's just an idea that's coming through. Now, if you do have like a crazy fear like I do of snakes, um, that's another thing. And that's not something I'm professionally able to talk about. So those fears, I don't know. There may be a podcast for that out there. Um, But for these fears of ideas that are going to further you in your career and your personal growth and that are on your soul's path, and they're obviously there for you to do because they've come through your brain. These are ideas of ways to help you navigate into it versus avoiding it and navigating around it. I hope this helps you guys. Um, Remember to review and to rate our podcast um, this is the only way that our podcasts get seen for other people to notice them. Word of mouth. Also, if you like this podcast, pass it along to your friends. Post it on Facebook that you listen to this episode. Go follow us on Instagram, the Yoga Coach Podcast. I just posted that story, so you should see it. If I get this posted, I will get this posted tonight. Otherwise, I'm taking a picture of me in my closet right now, which I will... Um, here. I'll snap it right now, cheese, that I'll post on the actual Instagram wall. So go rate, review, go like, go follow, and we'll see you next time. Have a wonderful day.